in case you missed it. Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. Now, there was a house near where I live that notoriously really does up the Halloween decorations. They go all out. Now, do they do the same for Christmas, or it's just Halloween is their season? I'm going to say it's Halloween is their yeah. decorating season. Uh-huh. The okay. gravestones, the things hanging in trees, the ghosts. I saw one that made me, it's a different house, maybe do a double take. They have a, a cover of the front door that looks like uh, Jason is opening the front door. Ah. It was really realistic. Okay. Oh, that was cool. This would be a good weekend maybe to uh, put up the decorations, but be warned. A Utah family <laughs> was ordered to remove their Halloween decoration display. Uh, picture, if you will. Okay. A pleasant residential street corner in Grantsville, Utah, west of Salt Lake City. Oh, it sounds like a lovely neighborhood. Yeah. Well, Utah, I mean, it's pretty conservative there, isn't it? Um, the whole state seems like... Could be. I don't know. <laughs> the fact that they're putting up a Halloween decoration at all. But uh, the display consisted of a life-size skeleton hanging upside down from a street sign. Like it was on a stripper pole. Now, <laughs> now, how did the Utah officials connect that, hey, that looks like an upside-down skeleton Right, stripper. my mind didn't go there. I just thought, oh, that poor skeleton yeah, fell down. Yeah. So the city gets them to remove it because of a code that bans residents from attaching anything to a street sign. A street sign. See, that's where... That's mm-hmm. where they messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they would have just put their own stripper pole in the front yard, well, then they could have attached the skeleton to their own stripper pole. You are thinking, right. you're thinking ahead here. So yeah, they pulled it off the sign. They put up a pole in the front yard, and there, oh. it, there it still hangs. I mean, <laughs> good for them. Again. I thought you were, when you started this story, I thought it was, and this was a few weeks ago, I saw this. There was a house that didn't do the whole yard decorations, but they did their windows with those oh, templates that yeah. looked like the house was on fire. Did you see that? I did. It's actually like video. Like It looked like real flames, and then the fire department was called out. Right. Yeah. I mean, now that I could say, yeah, the fire department doesn't have time to come to your house every hour because someone new drives past and thinks your house is on fire. That's... Don't do that. Yeah. Bonus for the homeowner now, you know, when people are going by to see the display now, it's like they're just tossing dollar bills out the window. It's like making it rain there for Halloween. (laughs) Tim and Laura. Todd Bregeth, as you may recall, was going to be out today. We got sports here in a little bit. And in fact, he was supposed to be staying in my hometown of Mitchell, South Dakota on Friday night on his way to the Black Hills. So I checked in with him Saturday morning and I said, well, first of all, I told my mom, hey, my sports guy's in town. He's staying at the... I better not say which. Is there a lot? A lot of places? Well, yeah. Okay. It's not one of the chain ones, okay? It's a little no-tell motel. I'm not... That particular motel, and she says, really? She's got a little scanner on her phone. She says, well, (laughs) the police get called out to that motel several times a weekend. (laughs) So I texted Todd Saturday morning, well, how was your stay at the blank motel? He said, well, actually, I didn't stay there because I got there, and it was... uh, 
Well, I can't say what he called it, but uh, a, a rundown, not nice. A couple nice. of cockroaches, maybe yeah. curl it up on your pillow. Oh, and yum. he said, though I made the reservation over the phone, I got there. They didn't have my name on the reservation. He says, well, that was a blessing because <laughs> I would not. Then have you didn't have to, to say, say. Uh, you need to cancel that. I'm not <laughs> staying here. So he continued oh. on down the road for, I think, another couple of hours. It's a lot of touristy attractions along the way on yeah. I-90 headed out there. Uh, and, and the billboards, too. A lot of states don't allow billboards like that. But I say you're driving along on a road that doesn't turn or bend for 500 miles. Billboards the, keep yeah. people awake and alert. And, <laughs> know. you know, yeah, I like it. A nice little distraction. The best way to wake up is with Tim and Laura. Every morning, the Q102 Morning Show. Well, what do you think? Because uh, among us, you'd be the old-ish. I'd be the old. Do you want to hear what technology, the, my technology story that shows you're old? Or you're dancing wrong? Um, you know, t- I'm going to be the first one to say technology. I would be the old person in any age demographic for technology. Because yeah. I, t- I don't care about technology. Do you want me to start so. with that one? Yeah, maybe. Uh, and this is a true story. So where we hunted, it was the land of uh, a, a, a wonderful old retired farmer. Yeah, he's got to be close to 80. And he's got a legit digital camera, right? Okay. The old fashioned. And he's telling uh-huh. the kids how to he, zoom. And he loves, he's an outdoorsman. And he loves taking pictures of all the people he hunts with and the fish he catches. So he's got this camera at the ready of all time. So the, first of all, if you've got a legit camera, you might uh-huh. be old. But then, so we're going to take a group photo after our hunt. And uh, one of the guy's uh, wife who didn't hunt with us said, well, I'll take the picture. And she had it Vertical, you know, like you would do a TikTok, right? He goes, no, no, no. Turn it uh, the other way, sideways. Landscape. Yeah, landscape. And everybody's like, why? He says, because I put them in frames and all of my frames are landscape. And we all pause and we're like, well, you know you could turn the frame, right? 45 (laughs) degrees. And he kind of sat there for a minute. Well, just shoot him the way I always shoot him. Don't ask questions. (laughs) Uh, But then the other thing about the way you're dancing, uh, everybody gather around now. Okay. You want to show that you're an old millennial, which you say you are, right? You're like the end. I'm like, yeah, the tail end of the old. This is perfect. There's a TikTok here of a guy. First of all, I don't know where they found this guy, but uh, he said he was dancing with a younger millennial, and she pointed out what makes him seem old. And uh, here's the audio from his TikTok. I was dancing at the club last night with this girl, and she was like, you know, it's giving away your age. She was like, you keep putting your hands up. But I would do it, too. I'd be like... And she was like, stop putting your hands up. And I was like, my mom does that. <laughs> First, of, First all. of all, was he still at the club? Because he sounds like he might have been yeah. a, a few few drinks in. Well, it was in his car and it was daylight. So probably the morning after. Yeah, he's, oh, okay. uh, he's feeling a little rough. He's a little yeah, too but much don't put dancing. your hands in the air like you just don't care. Yeah. Don't don't if you are listening right now. Don't listen to this. <laughs> Whatever you are feeling, huh? when you are on that dance floor. You just do it. Do Look not worry about what <laughs> is going on around you or who's judging you for your dance moves. You feel it. You do it. <laughs> Make a joyful noise. Says That's right. Laura. Let's go. This is your morning show. No one better on Q one hundred and two.
So it's not a Florida man. Those have the best stories. But this mm-hmm. is pretty good because it's from your home state of Ohio. I don't know where Akron is. By if you come down from Cleveland area, uh-huh. kind of up there, you've probably heard the Akron Canton area has the Football Hall of Fame. Okay, yeah. If that kind of rings a bell, there's a little airport there. Sure. So it's not terribly far from Mm-mm. home of Letonia, Ohio. Yeah, nobody knows where that is, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> so an Ohio auto wrecking company, I, I thought it was a salvage yard. You know, they're, they're, they smash them and you know, haul them off on trailers. Arlington Auto Wrecking in Akron, Ohio, helped catch a criminal inside mm-hmm. one of their vehicles by lifting the car <laughs> with a forklift until police could arrive. The, okay, the guy trying to steal it is in the car. So the arresting officer uh, here is talking about the employees using the forklift. Let's hear it from the, uh, the, the cop. Was he impressed or here he is he broke into a car at the uh, junkyard and before he could get out they got like the forklift and they had him i'm not kidding like 20 feet off the ground so when we got there we went right into custody i was uh it was pretty impressive honestly I'm pretty impressed you said that yeah i was gonna say it seems like nowadays the person with the forklift would be the one in trouble so i'm glad that they were not yeah i'm looking at a, a still from the video <laughs> there's cops kind of <laughs> looking around in the cars 20 feet up in the air. But I, I can we talk about the obvious here? Hmm. Why would you break into an auto wrecking yard to steal one of those cars? I mean, if they're headed for the... Yeah, that, or, I mean, is that also the impound lot, too? Um, they were trying, I don't know. It could be, I, yeah, it would seem like maybe yeah. those don't run the best mm-hmm. since they're going to be smashed. There I go, overthinking things again. I mean... I didn't steal even, my mind oh. didn't even go there. <laughs> what? Huh? What? I know. The couch I know. Sure. I don't. I didn't even know you. Tim and Laura on Q102. It is October 23. I was kind of looking at, well, you know, what kind of things happen? Are there any birth anniversaries or like a significant things in music? I got to tell you something that has just freaked me out. Over the weekend, I was doing some hunting. And out in the field, you know, you're just hearing the wind. Of course, I got songs running through my head, right? Whether you like them or not. And one of them that kept playing, and I'm like, why does this one keep coming up in my head? It was Carrie Underwood's last name. Talk about things that want you to don't even know my life, right? I'm like, why is that in my head? We don't play it. (laughs) I haven't heard it forever. We'll move ahead to just this moment, October 23, 2007, releasing her second studio album, Carnival Ride, debuted at number one. The single, Last Name, earns a Grammy from that. This is freaking me out a little bit. Why is that? Why was that in your head, though? That's almost I don't, like that's a, thing. a premonition. It was. Ooh. I guess maybe I should get a lottery ticket here. Uh, yeah. I mean, that is the definition of random coincidence. Because that, I wouldn't even, I mean, I'm not a huge Carrie Underwood fan, as you well know. Yeah. But that doesn't even stand out in my mind as like, oh, name, no. name five Carrie Underwood songs. No. I don't think I'd name that one. The whole slash the tire one, you know, cheating, whatever. I can't remember yeah. the title of that one. This is in my head all weekend, and now I find out it was released uh, this very day in 2007. You're waking up with the Q102 
I woke up with dream imagery in my head. It doesn't happen often, but it was very specific today. Vivid. Okay. Yeah, we'll have another dream yeah. analysis show for sure. I'll tell you what dream analysis sites and books say. You you help me see if that fits okay. my work or life. Yeah. I, I remember one specifically was an amusement park. Okay. And I'm pretty sure my daughter was with me. Now, we used to go to Valley Fair every year when she was in school. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that was our trip. Mom didn't like the rides, so, you know, we'd go. So maybe there's a little of that, but we were at the Gate of Amusement Park, and it wasn't like anything was broken or any problems, but I remember there was an amusement park. And so I okay. looked that up, and it says, you need to set some time for more relaxation and enjoyment in your life. Oh, okay. Alternatively, it could mean that you are too easily distracted <laughs> <laughs> by the oh, come on over here oh, look a clown. just for a quarter we can <laughs> I think, do whatever the game is. So are you agreeing with, with me? I think it might be more the easily distracted thing. Maybe, on that maybe, one. but okay. I want to hear more. Okay. I need a little bit more, yeah. Very specifically, there were two cousins who appeared in my dream and very realistic too. One was Did you uh, recently run into them or have any uh, like why would they be in your dream? Kind of. So on uh, the night before we went hunting, there was a banquet, a pheasant banquet, and the cheese company from South Dakota where one of my cousins works was in it. She wasn't there, but okay. this cousin then appears in the Made dream. You think of it. And okay. I did say, hey, I was just sampling your cheese and I told him that I'm your cousin. And then she was kind of like, yeah, and? So what? So there's that so, one. Uh, so unimpressed cousin. Unimpressed cousin. And then another <laughs> okay, uh, uh, male cousin. He was just, he, he was coming down a ladder. And, ladder. and it said that cousins in your dream represent some aspect of your own character. Could it be my, am I standoffish like that cousin was? Like, yeah, you. so you told my coworkers that you're my cousin, so what? Am I like that? Like, I don't think so. I try not to be. <laughs> and then, you know. What is, the la- the, is there significance to the ladder? Oh. It seems like that might have been because the one cousin was on the ground, but the other one was coming he's down. Coming down a ladder from a ladder, and yeah. he's uh, he's a big guy. He's a big guy. He had surgery for it too. And it, but if it says if that's a representation of of me, I I have been thinking it would be good to uh, you know drop twenty for sure. And so to kick that off today, I had a piece of cherry pie for breakfast. But that's good. Uh, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. And then the final. You're well on your way to a good start. Yeah. <laughs> and so the, all of these things are happening probably in the last seconds before I woke up. There was one where uh, a hunting dog, and that makes sense because we were out with dogs, but went running, chasing a tiger. And then my hunting partner, who was not specific, was going to shoot. So the tiger and the dog are scruffing and rolling. Oh no! And I'm like, you can't, you can't take a shot. Because you're going to hit your dog. And wait, this is in the middle of the amusement park? No. Also? These have all transitioned from story to story now. The dreaming of someone else hunting an animal, that's as close as I could come up with, suggests that you are trying to locate a hidden aspect of yourself, Mm -hmm. trying to indirectly approach a challenging situation. Mm. Hmm. That I apparently have been... Putting off and being distracted about, I, you know, 
well, think these are good. I'm, I'm trying to piece it together. Yeah. So the diet has been blown in real life. So it's not about it. None of these are about your diet because no. Um, the cousin, maybe, maybe be more open minded when people approach you I, and more friendly. I feel like. When so- I feel like you are, but maybe your dreams are telling you, no, you're not. I know, because like, if somebody comes up, and it's always lovely, it's nice, hey, listen to the show every morning. I don't mm-hmm. just go, oh, thanks a lot, leave me alone. I always engage, well, where are you from? What's your name? I feel like I'm engaging that way. Right, I, right. If I've snubbed maybe. you, don't, don't text me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, back in such and such a date at this place. Maybe it's more literal, you know, how literal versus figurative in yeah. your dream. Maybe the, the the carnival scene, the amusement park, more so like a salesperson that would be trying to like carnival bark you over to the thing and you kind of brush them off. Mm. Are you making a big purchase? Like with all the bells and whistles of an amusement park, maybe you're you're no. trying to decide on a thing? No, I don't. Not oh. that I'm aware of, but... Because you're blowing off the wrong salesperson exactly. that could help you find the greatest deal of your if life. you just try to be nice, they'd probably mm-hmm. help you out. Thank you for allowing me to work this through. Uh, yeah, no problem. I'm going to have a better Monday and last hour of the show now that I'm not worried about that. <laughs> You're going to have another piece of pie when you get done with the show. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Q102, we're Tim and Laura together on this Monday. Can I just clarify something here on my cherry pie for breakfast? Listen, I I am not judging you whatsoever. Oh, I think you were. Pie is a fruit. Yeah. Because if it's cherry, it's antioxidants and mm-hmm. good for you. Mm-hmm. This is a breakfast. It's a health food, really. Abs- that's what I was thinking. Well, because while I was gone hunting and I was driving back, my wife showed, so I made a cherry pie. But if you want ice cream on it, you better stop and get some. We don't. And I did, of course. So last mm-hmm. night, I had the cherry pie with ice cream. That's one of my favorite Desserts. So you added calcium to your That's right. antioxidants vitamin in your D, fruit. Vitamin D, vitamin yes. A, it's made of dairy. And so this morning, I skipped the ice cream and I only had the pie. I mean, does that count for something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. That's a bummer. That's what that is. Right. So uh, aside from that, again, coincidentally, two stories on diabetes here this morning. Oh. Eating red meat linked to a higher risk of developing type 2 diabetes later in life. I guess you're safe there, Laura McKenna. I am, yeah. yeah. That's according to a new study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. I, I try not to miss a copy of that every month. I try uh, not to look at it. It makes me feel bad right? about how I think I'm doing mm. on my eating. Like, oh, I'm eating so healthy. And then I read those magazines. I go, well, I guess not. But the other diabetes two story that I have is actually uh, it's it's serious, it's real, and I think quite fascinating. They're now saying that AI can detect diabetes just by listening to you talk for ten seconds, according to a study by Click Labs. So they asked two hundred and sixty people diagnosed as either non or type two diabetic to record a phrase into their phone six times daily for two weeks, just a 10-second clip. So they analyzed all of these recordings, ran them through AI. They found 14 acoustic features that differentiate between non-diabetic and type 2 diabetic individuals. I'm not seeing yet what those differentials are, but I think this is fascinating. Somehow, but the way that you talk, 
I don't know if there's so it's a, a predetermined phrase that you're saying, mm, not just talk for yeah. 10 seconds. Uh, no, they had record a phrase. Hmm. So I'm, I'm assuming they must have told them what the phrase should be. Right. I, first of all, I think it's fascinating. You know, dogs can tell if you're going to be if you're going into diabetic shock because they can pick up on the scent of the the imbalance in your sugars. Dogs were able to pick up COVID. There's a cat member at a nursing home that would go. It would know if a resident was, was near time to pass and would just go sit with them. First of all, I'd say I don't want get rid of that cat. Get the cat out of my bedroom. But I mean, the cat, knowing that the cat is not coming into your bedroom that night yeah, makes for true. a more restful sleep, right? I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. Like so many things, a lot of people freak out about AI, and it, for good reason. It could go bad, I, I suppose. But, you know, so could the telephone and the Internet in general back in the day. I think this is fascinating and, and something to continue to look into that it can analyze the way you speak and go, hey, I, I think this one might it's be onset on diabetes. And for those Do you who, think it's who like they, as you're saying it, they can tell who has like a mouthful of like candy bar at the same time? Like, well, they're clearly going to have the diabetes. Like, <laughs> you know, is it something as easy as that? Because I think that might be a telltale sign as well. Hadn't thought of that. But yeah, oh, they're dipping into the Halloween bowl already. Right? Clearly. Yeah. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.